All right, what's up, everybody? Howie Spangler, episode 33. This is part two of the Detonate wrap-up with the Value Boys. Uh, check it out. I hope you're enjoying it. And then uh, Selling Out. Selling Out is number six. Um, this song man. is old. This is some Ballyhoo history. Almost as old as me. This is some. This is some. I showed this to my tenth grade English teacher's class. Old song. That's right. Yeah, Damn, dude. Eighth grade. No, tenth grade. No. Uh, yeah, because it was. Uh, we recorded it um, February sixteenth, nineteen ninety-eight. That was eight years old. That was the first time we ever went to our studio. Yeah. Actually, it wasn't even eight yet because it was February, so I was so seven years track, old. Just seven going in there, old. going, oh, I got this shit because we practiced. We we would play every single day after school, so we just I was I could bang it out. Yeah. So it was an after school special. It, it was. was a nice little sixteen track uh, masterpiece. Of I love the old Ballyhoo year old kids and shit. Yeah. I love the old Ballyhoo songs. That it's just Howie wanting to be Green Day so bad. Totally, <laughs> we all wanted to be Green Day. We all wanted to be Trey Cool. Nobody is ashamed of that. I just yeah. think it's funny because yeah. you don't sing like it's that brilliant. anymore. No, no. You got to find your own voice at some point. <laughs> I like right? how the I like the revisiting of the. If you listen to the original selling, it's it's about the bright future of starting a band and seeing how it's going to be. Yeah. And, and then this lyrics is the reflection of those <laughs> what has happened in those in those twenty years. <laughs> it's very interesting to hear the dynamic between the two. Yeah. What's the What's the lyric? Uh, all my friends are, well, all my friends are breaking up. Uh, um, you, you should you should post the yeah. comparison post the comparison lyrics on on the internet. They're so stupid though. It, well, that will love it. They're so you high will school. love it, people. You'll it's literally it. like it's literally like the chorus is "Can't wait to be rich and famous." That's, That's just, just gonna, gonna rock. All the chicks at my school are gonna want to see my cocka doodle do. You have the time, like it's like that. Yeah. My fifteen minutes of fame. Oh, it's so innocent. Yeah, a combination of getting picky. So the only lyrics I kept from that whole original song was the uh my 15 minutes of fame will arrive uh and getting paid getting laid it's great to be alive yeah those are the only lyrics that i kept because those never why didn't you keep the cockadoodle do because it's fucking stupid now what is it it's uh it's uh it goes on the bass instead of i'll keep playing my guitar oh yeah i'll keep playing my guitar because i don't give a fuck if i am running oh yeah yeah so i was like i gotta put another fuck in here Fuck. But uh, mother flip. Now I was driving one day and I was like, okay, what can I do for this? And I was just like, all my friends are getting married, bands are breaking up. Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, because that's happening. Like, because it, it's all about like it's it's in a way how the, the whole song is a story about how we were a really tight band out of high school. We, we were better than all the bands that we were playing with. Like it was. Like, we practiced the most. We played every day after school. We were very tight for, for what we were. I mean, that, there's one word to describe Howard Spangler. Tight. tight. Fucking tight. I think we all learned this. Um, no, every day we played. We every played every day. And, and so, like, <clears throat> we were crushing. And, and then early 2000s, which I say in the second verse, was record labels were hitting us up. Major labels I've coming heard, to us. I've heard of Emails and phone calls, right? Where they had now. <laughs> exactly, um, but it was it was uh, it was frustrating. It was a very stressful time because back then that's all we wanted. We just wanted to get signed. Every band wanted to get signed. That was the goal yeah, back it's then. It's not even Dude, like a thing now. Now it's not a thing. 
to get signed is it's to, like now you don't even need to be away. signed. It's like, yeah, to sign away all your shit, all your money, all your money. Right? I'm sure if you're like Wiz Khalifa, like it makes sense. Yeah, dude. Like Chance the Rapper. Yeah. Independent as yeah. fuck. All his shit he he's owns. He's probably it. not independent now though. No, he owns all his shit. Why would he why would he go on a big label? There's no reason know. to. He's yeah, gotta have some sort everything. of distri- distribution, right? He'll, he's got his own he distribution. Pay his own, dude, dude, literally literally you could go on a CD baby and you've got factory. distribution. And if you're if your shit is good enough and people are buying it and that's well, all what, you need, what, man. What website was that? CDbaby.com. <laughs> we not a, no affiliation. Yeah. God damn it. Um but like Kemper amps. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of drums do you? Want? Minel cymbals. Minel cymbals. These are just a couple of things that I've been thinking about. <laughs> cymbals and sticks. Vic Firth. They're really good, dude. Donald's new hi- new hi hats are insane. Crispy. They're crispy critters. Dude, they're crispy they sound critters. great. Pure alloy. They sound better than cracked and broken hi hats. Yeah, they do, don't they? So it's I mean, they, I like them they better. They win yeah. right out of the gate just for being, being whole. Whole is yeah, as a whole, right? Right. But I right do, away, we're already winning. Yeah. yeah. Now how do they sound? I feel it. That being said, I do like them better than the last yeah, the kind that you bright. had. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So and selling out, it's basically like the 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 original version, the OG of selling out was about selling out and yep. just going, yeah. being super excessive. And just being Limp Bizkit. Being Motley Crue. Yeah. That was the goal, right? And then selling, I still called it selling out this time around because it's uh, it's a basically a joke. Like, yeah. you, you think that's what it is, but it's not. But actually, we didn't sell out at all. Nothing went that way. And all of you guys are all posers. That's right. We're all posers now. <laughs> no, we're not posers. They're posers. <laughs> They're all posers. Yeah, and we're still banned. Yeah, we're still banned. <laughs> um, What's the uh, next song? Stop Ruining My Life. Yep. Ooh, B-side from Girls. Yeah. Didn't fit on the Girls record. For obvious reasons. For obvious reasons. Fits well on this record. Very great record. It was... Uh, Anyone? That was one of the tracks that came during the session. Like, it wasn't necessarily planned that we were going to record it for this session. Yeah, I think I tracked it twice. Yeah. We, <laughs> it's like, all right. It, it was, was like, like, one it was take, like you know wonder, what? Yeah. might be cool. Is Stop Ruining My Life might be the one this time. And... Uh, yeah, it was stupid not to use it. It's a great song. Obviously, yeah, it, and it was it was a full song, and we'd already recorded it once. Mm-hmm. It just didn't fit, and um, I I wasn't happy with how it turned out the first time. Yeah, um, this I thought we could play it better, and I think yeah, we did for that. Sure. Right, yeah, had a little uh, a little clappy part in there in the middle. The little that uh, was a cool Mike Stevie idea, right? Boots, That's why he gets boots, paid the big bucks, boots, man. Boots. That's, why I pay him. Yep. That's the homie, though. Man, that song is. Uh, that one connects a lot, too. I've seen that. A lot of people saying how great I mean, they love it. There's song. always someone ruining your fucking life, bro. All the time. Always. <laughs> like, even if it's just like, I can't fucking share my fucking Spotify song on Instagram. Stop fucking trying me! <laughs> Are you talking about your iPhone? Yeah, it's just stop ruining my life, dude. <laughs> At that moment in time. <laughs> Real problems, folks. Yeah. Real First problems. world problems that's where that's where all these songs come from man they come from a real place <laughs> songs about how i hate my iphone or just right now though i usually love it but right now it sucks right now you're just grinding me <laughs> grinding um, my gears <clears throat> i usually intro. say that about shredded lettuce shredded lettuce i can deal with like you know like a piece of lettuce but the, i don't know what it is about shredded lettuce i like it on a hoagie or a grinder I can, it, grinders 
Grinders. Stop ruining my life, bro. Shredded lettuce. Get out of my face. <laughs> Get out of my face hole. You know who has the worst lettuce, dude? Who? Chipotle has the worst lettuce, bro. It's like they fucking rinse it out with toilet water. Oh, man. Let it, let us pray, huh? Let us pray. Let us pray. For Chipotle. Yeah, don't get the lettuce at Chipotle. It's what else? They rinse it with toilet water. Who are, you can, that's why people can relate to Stop Ruining My Life, because it's just they can apply to many things. Yeah, I can go with anything. A friend, a family member, an ex-boyfriend, girlfriend, A color, a car. A car. Yeah. Their own foot. They could have their own foot removed. They could they hate their foot. Fucking just ruining their life. Yeah. Um, I dig the arpeggio thing. Oh, at the beginning? Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. Originally, that was the thing you hear at the end of that song, and then throughout the choruses was the It was throughout the intro. entire song, wasn't it? Yeah, it was just on the choruses, <clears throat> but it was also the intro. Oh, that beep, 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 And it was like, I really liked it, and then when we got around to doing it for this record, I was like, this is cool, but like it should maybe be a different instrument or something. Then I was like, what if it was a guitar yeah. thing? So I started fucking around with the Kemper again. Yep. Kemper amps. Kemper amps. And That's Kemper amps. So I, was, I dialed in the harmonizer. And I was like, well, that's actually kind of cool. Yeah, you're like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to play that. I couldn't and then play you're like, it right, dude. Then you're like, oh, dude, I actually can. I, can I still didn't really play it right. What you hear on the record is the best I could do. <laughs> Good enough to make the record, dude. <laughs> Seriously. I was like, I did like 10 or 11 takes, man. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, I can't, I can't get this. For what? The little the arpeggio intro. thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop ruining my life. That's cool, though. So I just made it work. Yeah. Um. And uh, and then the the, the break, fishing and pro tools, fishing pro tools. So the the One break, take something Mike came up with the clapping thing, yeah, and then go back part. into it. It was, I don't know, man. It was it was a cool way to change it up a little bit. And I think the song front to back is just a, it's a banger, man. It's a good way to yeah. stay in shape, and it's a great way to stay in shape, and it's just really hooky and fun to yeah. sing. I dig the fucking the little pre-chorus part. It's like oh, a Bruce yeah. Hornsby song. You hear the the fucking eighties pad back there. The, yeah. the, I really dig that. And then the guitar, the guitar solo. I think the, there's a couple cymbals yeah. in there. Slam and tone. There's some guitars. There's a kick drum in there. I think the the kick drum in that part. Um, I don't feel as <laughs> as important. I think there's a tom in there. Tom three is probably the better. It's probably where I should have went with the song. Should have did more of the tom three. It's been ruining my but life. See, this is all the things that you learn afterwards when you listen to your own music. Why does this sound so bad? Ah, more Tom three. No, no, no. It's usually Tom Three's fault. Um, what track comes after that? I think it's uh, Can't Hardly Wait. Can't Hardly Wait. Love this song. I just, I just love. I don't know. I just, I just love it. I love this song. It's you. such a. It's so different. It has this kind of like rockabilly thing, maybe thing yeah. going on. It was like a style I never approached. Yeah. And like, I remember uh, track and bass, and Michael's like, "No, like this." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you got the notes, but you're playing it wrong. He's yeah, a Nazi. Like sitting right there, I was like, but that's why I like. <laughs> that's why we go to him. He was really yelling. At if you, you have a yes man, oh, he no, he that would have been just should have said. But yes, you don't want a yes player. man. You don't want a yes man as your producer. You nah, want someone that's going to tell you it sucks. You want someone that's going to make you give your all, man. Yeah, dude. But yeah, the bass, I loved writing that bass for that song. Kemper was fucking awesome, dude. What's your favorite part of the song? That that uh, the bridge part, the fucking bridge, dude. Yeah, that. We're, we're, we're suddenly we're suddenly an alternative band. Yeah, it's awesome, dude. And then Donald's fucking drum fills, dude. Trey cool as fuck. Yeah, I was gonna say that. That's definitely your favorite part. It, we never really had anything like that. Um, and for the demo, I did it. I yeah. thought it sounded 
pretty all right for what it was. <laughs> yeah. For what? On the on the because I was just trying to bust out an idea oh. for that part. Just to, to fake and it was drum like there's got to be some sort of some kind of a like drum fill mm-hmm. solo thing here. And I was like, we got to go like Trey Cool, you know, Green Day on this yeah. thing. And it's like down down down, or whatever, you know. I didn't do any of that shit. I just kind of did some. No, basic it was fills. fun watching Donald figure out but, what he wanted to do there. Because, well, we all knew Donald was gonna like yeah. make it good, right? Um, I, I was definitely thinking of Trey Cool at that part. Yeah, yeah that part is. I mean, who wouldn't? It's, it's so that what part would Trey is, Cool do right here? Exactly. Oh, exactly. <laughs> it's so right. simple. And it's such a cool thing to be able to reach back to your influences and hear, you know. Oh, like, again, like, the fucking shit wrote itself, man. So it, was, it was very easy, very comfortable. It was like putting on an old pair of shoes or something. Yeah, yeah. dude. It's like, just yeah. like, this is, I can run in these motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah, you only need to hear the demo one, like, <laughs> yeah, once or twice. Yeah, I can these motherfuckers. <laughs> so you get the feel for it. Yeah. yeah today. Mm-hmm. That's a great song, dude. I really dig that shit, man. And that was one that you had fucking sent as a demo, and it was like, it was just the chorus. Yeah. I mean, the music was there, but like... I had verses, like the music for the verses, but I didn't have There was no lyrics on there or anything like that. Yeah, we had to figure uh, out a bridge while we were recording at the studio. But the the chorus on that song was one of the ones that stuck out really hard to me. I was like, God damn, this this has to be... I just sent you that video, or I showed you the video of Tommy's kid, like, singing to it. It's crazy. Playing fake guitar, singing Little kids sing this. Little kids singing it. It's uh, and that was another one. Uh, Halo, my daughter, she would she would sing. Yeah, that shit gets stuck in your head. Dude. Yeah, when I was when I was doing the actual vocals at the house, she was um, right behind me or in my lap sometimes, and she, she would be singing that thing every day. Like I just knew it was when the kids are singing the songs. That's when you know it's like all right, we got something here, you know? Because really, it's all about nursery rhymes, right? Nursery rhymes stick with you your entire life. Yeah, dude. Right, because they're just so simple and melodic and easy. That's why, that's why television jingles and old TV shows, like yeah. all the, they're they make the point to make it like capture your attention, like yeah. hardcore, like and they never leave your mind. Your, it's like it's like thorns, like yeah. yeah. I think it, it's the Thorny. fundamentals of uh, of, of writing a song. <laughs> it's all part of that, you know. Yeah, there's probably a book on that shit. I'll so. be doing a podcast episode on that. I was thinking about that the other day. Yeah, on how to write a song very soon. Um, yeah, well, like how I write a song. Why is a rainbow good? I don't know why. Why the magnets where it just does? <laughs> why are clocks so mysterious? <laughs> clocks make unacceptable faces. <laughs> clocks make me live my life. <laughs> I'm not living my life. On a pace I don't want to live. Why clock? God damn it, I don't want to go to sleep when it's 7 a.m. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> When you think of your superiors, what comes to mind? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> he goes, <laughs> <laughs> Dick, my, my mouth. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so good. All right, what's um, the next song? I love how that came from such a loving type of song, Can't Hardly Wait. Yeah. yeah. That whole thing just came out of this. It was born from this lovely song. Um, <laughs> that's like the one, like one of the only love songs on the record, I think. Um, yeah, might be, man. Might be the only love song. I've but it's rocking though, so if it's the, oh, it dude, it's I love it. Shit. I love it. Uh, every time it opens up in that chorus, and I like song. how it wasn't just like another punk rock song. Like we fucking that's flavor. We man. went to some territory in the spectrum, some territory that we may have hit before, but we were up, like, coming to again. And like, it's so good. It's so good to change it up. It is man. so much fun. Yeah, listening rather would try to excite a crowd rather than just try to bore them the fucking death yeah or just please their or just try to like yeah you know tame them or something yeah. I'm like yo I just want you to just go nuts when you hear the shit you know what I mean like it feels a lot better playing this kind of stuff 
<laughs> Barnabas. Dude. Barnabas. This song's in drop D. Yeah, dude. It's the second value song in drop D. Actually, technically it's the third, but we don't talk about that first one. Man, I don't even terrible. I only know the one, I think. But it's yeah, it's originally supposed to be called what? Dark Shadow? Or what was the last it one was, was yeah, the first. The working title was the last one. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it was like, you were the last one. Um, which I thought was cool, but I was like, yeah, it's not cool enough. There's got to be something more iconic to it. Yeah. So I thought, because the song was about my dad, um, this is the song that's like really about my dad <laughs> um, and that whole thing. Yeah. And so it had to be something special. And um, I thought of Dark Shadows because that was his favorite show and he has all the memorabilia, which is now in my house. You know, like I have all that shit. That's so cool. I, well, yeah, not I all of it. I gave, I gave a lot of it back to Sandy. Yeah. Um, but uh, so... It, it made sense to me, like, Dark Shadows, okay, I'm in a dark place, this is very fucking weird right now. Um, his favorite show, and I felt like he was he was the main character, he was Barnabas, but I didn't think to call it Barnabas, right? Mm-hmm. I was just like, just Dark Shadows, and I thought he was the main character in this story, where he was sort of, like, over with life. He was just done because he was in pain all the time, and he'd had cancer and gotten through that, but, like, it was just all these things, and... Uh, when I when I went back and I was going through all his paperwork and stuff after, um, he was like, <clears throat> "Excuse me, I keep burping about all that food." Oh, uh, that cheesecake boy! I just say that cheesecake. Uh, he, uh, I saw that he was always struggling and always dealing with something like financial. Like he was always writing letters to banks or to <laughs> fucking whatever. Like you yeah. can't do this. What I'm just like Jesus Christ! Like he was always getting himself into a shitty situation. Really? He was always getting hurt his entire life. He would get hurt all the time. He was breaking shit. Yeah. You know, like... That's sad. He'd man. had a few accidents. Like, he almost died, like, two years before I was born. Like, uh, me and Donald wouldn't even be here right now. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Really? Um, yeah, he got in a motorcycle accident. He was Him and his buddy, this this lady, hit their car in uh, Bel Air there in the Churchville, Bel Air area where the college is. She came across illegally through the intersection and hit him on their bike. Oh, And it went flying. Shit. My dad was about to hit his head on the road. Which would have been done. Yeah, well, but, if the helmet flew off his head, first of all, yeah. so he was flying through the air without a helmet. So when the helmet landed on the ground, he landed on the ground like right after it. And as his head was about to come down on the ground, the, the helmet came and lodged behind his head and saved his head from smacking on the ground. <clears throat> so the helmet saved his life, but it wasn't on his head. No yeah, it was way! Crazy. Fucking nuts, dude. Yeah, that's Final Destination shit. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh I'm riding on God. a motorcycle with a buddy. Yeah, so that's his, why my mom won't let me ride motorcycles. Yeah, fuck motorcycles, dude. Oh, <laughs> yeah. um, Thanks, mom. Uh, yeah, so um, all that shit. So it was like, all right. And then I told, <clears throat> I think I told you guys or maybe Donald, and I was like, I think I'm going to call it Dark Shadows, you know, for all those reasons. Yeah. And he, he goes, Donald's like, you should call it Barnabas. Yeah, I remember. I, I think, I think, I think it was in this, the van. It was this. You should call it Barnabas. That's accurate. You should call it Barnabas. I was like, huh, interesting. All right, mm. all right. So I sat on it for a day. Once again, it was one of those lead singer things, whatever. So like, next day, I was like, yeah, all right, that's cool. Let's you were do like, that. I'm going to call it Barnabas. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, uh, you know. And like, I don't really understand the reference. I mean, I understand it, but. Um, I don't know the show. It yeah. was like, and I was just, I was just like, no, no. He explained it to yeah, me. I was just like, yeah. that's cool. Fucking Barnabas, dude. 
Hell, yeah. we have a song called Barnabas. Like, this is so metal. Yeah, that's metal, dude. Fuck yes. Is it like vampires or something like that? Dark Shadows, Barnabas, yeah. yeah, Barnabas. It's like vampires, werewolves. But he, it was like a soap opera, die. right? Yeah, he's like got a family in this mansion, uh, which is what the hell's in the mansion called? Or it's like the whole place. Oh man. Anyway, but uh, he's got like a daughter, and then they got a husband, and her daughter's a werewolf, and it, it's it basically plays out like the Young and the Restless kind of shit, but it's, it's all a soap like, opera. Yeah, gotcha. vampires and werewolves. It was very unique. It's we very should see if we can get it on VHS and watch some episodes. Dude, I have, I have all, I have them. Yeah. All hell of his stuff. We have it. He has them all. <laughs> Well, he left it. We, we we could throw it VHSs away and shit. I felt like I was like throwing away like gold or something. Some of those old VHS tapes, dude. Like I remember I all still the had writing. That one large crate, and I'm like, yeah, I can't like. It, it's weird how you remember like a VHS when you look at it. You're like, I know what movie Back to the Future Two is on that one. You're like, blue. You pick that one out. It's the old, old Polaroid blue with the fucking. Tape oh, the, on the tape, side. yeah, yeah dude. Oh, that's got that movie on Indiana my, Jones, Last Crusade. Oh, that's on that tape. My like, uncle, when we were yeah. when I was real little, dude. He showed me all the fucking Star Wars movies. Like, I had seen the first one with my dad on TV, right? And he's like, oh, we're going to go to Uncle Pete's house. He has them all. And he had, like, the first box set. This was, like, 95. It's before fucking uh, Phantom Menace and shit came out. So it was, like, VHS box set had, like, the fucking, the three in the box or whatever. And he taped them all on one tape. It was like an eight-hour VHS tape. Jesus. It was blue. And the wheels in it were, like, super small, but it had a ton of film in yeah, it. Yeah, and it was all three fucking Star Wars movies, the OG ones, on one VHS. It took forever to, to rewind, dude. <laughs> yeah, oh, bet. my God, dude. <laughs> you to, like, buy a rewinder for that shit. Just God, we had one, Time man. to be alive. You don't have to rewind <clears throat> anymore. Fast forward and rewinding through shit. Dude. Yeah. Dude. Tracking, remember tracking? You had to sit there and make, yeah. make so, like, the white shit on the bottom of the top. You had to make sure the tape was right in the... Yeah. Wild shit. Yeah, dude. I had some tape, and if you didn't do the tracking in the middle of it, it would stop playing the tape. It would eject it and say video era. You had dude. to, like, in the middle, you're like, oh, fuck, the tracking part's coming up. And you had to fucking get... <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we lived in the time of designer TVs that looked like furniture because it was so heavy and shit that once you put it somewhere, you had to, like, decorate yeah, your whole fucking room around it. Yeah, you had to fucking build the like, room around it. Yes, but, like, you turn that shit on, it's like, boom. All like the tube. fucking hair on your fucking yeah, you arm will stand your, yeah, up dude, when you turn the TV amazing. on. <laughs> Tube televisions. Yeah, that was lived through some shit. Analog days are gone, man. It's like our, my son will have no idea what a corded telephone would. Dude, like. they're gonna, they're gonna, like the next generation is gonna, like they're gonna evolve, like physically, fucking ear when they chips start growing up. Verizon's gonna build this, like because they're growing up with fucking the technology that, like, it's crazy. But mm-hmm. then again, we didn't change, and our parents say the same thing about us. So they all say the same shit that back in the day it was. TV is going to rot your brain. That was in the fucking 60s to 70s, right? Then the 80s and 90s. Was like, Video games are going to rot your brain. We fucking didn't. We're fine. And dude, it F- made, Cell phones it, are going to rot your brain. No, they're not. It We're going to be like fine. Bill Gates, like, like playing video yeah. games and shit. It makes some smart-ass people. Back in the 20s, that rock and roll music's going to rot your brain. Yeah. I guess everyone's brains has been slowly rotten since Seriously. any type of pop culture or anything. Oh, man, been. We're a pretty resilient as humans. You know, it's like, I, th- I think oh, we're going to yeah. be fine. But the funny thing about uh, what the TV's gonna rot, rot your brain or whatever, or what they say, don't ever sit, don't, don't sit to, to the TV. And now the the fucking uh, another fake thing. Uh, your eyes. The, the virtual reality stuff is like literally putting screens like on your eyes. Well, it's, like, yeah. it's, like, it's like you. It's like the the example of building a technology and putting some kind of morality tag on it. 
Yeah. Like, oh, you let your kid watch a bunch of TV? Oh, and then you get shamed for like that kind of shit. It's like, yeah. it's a fucking TV, it's bro. Like you it's wa- like, do you watch TV, bro? Yeah. Yeah. Don't make such good, such good programming. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I Don't make watch. shit like Dexter or something. You know, yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> if it was the fucking president on TV every day, I wouldn't watch it. Go be a, go be a, uh, an Amish person if that's if you don't watch TV, weirdo. Seriously, TV's great. I watch TV. TV TV's, TV's just good. It's just good stuff. Actually, so, I don't. I don't really ever watch TV anymore. Anyway, it's all the tube. It's all YouTube. It's, ne- it's, the, it's tube. the flicks and the tube. It's all TV. That's yeah, I like that. I like the 150 channels I have at home. They're HD. I watch like five of them. I think I haven't had cable in eight years since I moved out of my parents' house. I've never had cable. Huh. Shout out to the cord cutters. Cord cutters. Fuck yeah. What's Net the next song? Trialities. Riddle with Bullets. Oh, no, we didn't even talk about Barnabas, though, dude. No, we did. No, we did. Oh, no, the music, I guess. It's in Drop oh, D. Yeah. It's in Drop what's, D. What's it? it sounds like a Finch song. It's got that. It sounds a lot like a Finch song. Which I love, because um, Finch is like, Finch is the one band, or the, what it is to burn that record is the one thing that me and Howard can always agree on. Oh, for like, sure. Oh, fuck yeah. Great record. Dude. Literally, like, yeah. my... F- the first like favorite band that I had that wasn't like Lincoln Park or like fucking a deep or, system, of or system of a down or something like that. <laughs> like a band that like wasn't like a radio rock band. Like right. that was like So the music it was very cut and dry too. It was yeah. a heavy it was, times. It was for for the drum parts anyway. It was pretty no, much that's there, a fun song. Ready to be recorded. I like the bridge part with like the stops. Yeah, that's cool. And I like like the that that drum thing you do going back into the last chorus. That shit's tight. Which one? What? In the bridge part. Oh, going back into into the last the last chorus there. Oh, it's like a double. Yeah, it's a double roll on the on the two toms. Yeah, shit was tight. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much cut and dry. There's not a lot to talk about that one. It's in drop D. That fucking riff, though, dude. Yeah, it's cool. Do that twice in the song. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's this song, One of the best yeah. moments of the whole record. Yeah. It's like a metal riff. Very interesting moment. Yeah, when the bass and the guitar do the same thing at the end of the riff, it's really cool. It's good dynamic. Good thing I was there to fucking really make that work. And we pull it the fuck off. Dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. We're in writing that part. This song pulled you off. Did you get a nice yeah. pull? <clears throat> um, Riddle with bullets. All right. This is the one, bro. This is like the, yeah, man. I don't, I don't like. So all I had for the demo was um, the ska verses mm-hmm. and then the chorus, right? Yeah, with the fake bass. And then and then I was like, all right, I'm just going to put this fucking breakdown in here and see what happens. I just did it. And like, I got the notification that says Howie Spangler has updated the Dropbox. And I, every time I would do that, I would listen to the song real quick. And as soon as I fucking, I don't even think I finished the song, I just fucking paused. I said, Howard. Text them to me like I think just fire emojis yeah, like a hundred of them flame emojis like yes we are, it, this is happening yeah <laughs> it was and at first it was like the weirdest thing I was like wow is it, does this really work am I just am I just being funny and trying to pull it off you know and the more we always oh, mess with it we also didn't try to do too much too it just. Yeah. Served what it's supposed to be, and I don't sit there and try to think to her. Oh, let's do this right here. Oh, we should do that. You know, it's just fucking play it and well, you know part, record it. And it, we, it, all it was originally was the dun 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 dun. That's all it was, yeah. and then it goes back to the chorus, right? Yeah. And they were like, it needs to be. Remember, we were talking about it in the engine. Yeah, some in, kind in of the room. Yeah. We were like, there needs to be some sort of a like a, a the call and response kind of crescendo, thing. you know, like, yeah. like build up too. That bridge part afterward with the screams and laugh. Uh, 
dude. Yeah. And we were like, you were like, thrice. It does well, I, sound I, like thrice. Yeah, yeah. So that much right song there. too that I showed. It was influenced on that one. Yeah, and it was the the way that whole part came out was interesting because we were referencing old songs that we love. Yeah, and, and just saying like, oh, right, maybe this should go something here, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it ended up being this. So you got the dun 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 dun, and then it goes into the fucking da 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 da. Yeah, that that drivey part. Yeah, right. And um, and then it was like. It was just, so you really feel it. Like the song to me is is a mini rock opera. I like like that description. Rock opera. We go through the whole spectrum. Yeah, it has everything that a value song has ever had, plus some new new, right? Like it's just like a spectrum of rock music in general. Not even. Well, it's it's a ska song. It's a punk song. Yep. Pop punk song, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's like fucking metal, forced hardcore, yeah. hardcore or like just like yeah. Dude. And then back to the fucking pop punk. Are you shitting me? Yeah, we did and it. it. Ends and with then the, we did it. Ends with and the acoustic. Then? Yeah, dude. It's like it has so much dynamic to she it. She just man. fades, fades out, out, dude. Come on. Yeah, dude. Come on, man. Slam Talk about telling a story. And it's not eight minutes long either. It's not. It's, it's only fucking, fucking three minutes. That was the big part. Was like, holy shit, this song is three minutes, three, three yeah, and a half minutes dude. long. And Dude. we did that shit. All that happened, and like we realized, you realize you get to the you get to the breakdown in like a minute fifteen or something. Yeah, like that. it's really quick. Well, we just cu- we just cut and cut and dry right through that shit, and that fucking those verses. Yeah, hats off to Dono for screaming the shit out of that. Part. Oh, dude, yeah. yeah. So the whole time I'm like, that. I'm gonna do it. Oh, oh, <laughs> Howard, I got the lyrics written down. I'm gonna come to your house this week, <laughs> and before I could even. Put my fucking foot in the door, dude. Dono sends the whole part recorded, all the fucking harmonies in it, and and we're just like, dude, you, it's so good. Uh, yeah, it, we can, uh, yeah. I'm not gonna be like, no, dude, I want to do it. Yeah. It's like, no, nope. well, you get to scream. You live, nailed so that's cool. it so hard that I can't deny it. It's going on the record, bro. And then, you get, to, then you get to sing it live or yeah. scream it live. So no, the coolest thing is when we go into town, and we see him, we get to do it together. Yeah, together. Yeah, and yeah. we got to do that once on this run, and it's been like so cool. Yeah, it was cool. It was nice. It was it was cool to have a, an outside homie jump in on it. Dude, and um, every t- I would love to have a guest on every song. He hit me up. You know? He's like, yeah. He hit me up. He's, he's like, it's like, hey man, start an ASCAP account so I can get some writer's credit on that shit. Cool, huh? Thought it'd be good. It's <laughs> like, yeah, okay, cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> did he really say that? He did. He, oh, he sent me his account number and everything. I'm like, all right, there I guess there's something here. You're not getting um, nothing. Donna. It's a big enough part. You yeah. know, it's a really it's cool a big enough dude. part. It contributed to the song. It's really cool. Um, so, but like, probably like my favorite arrangement wise, and just. Melodically and all that, like I think Riddle with Bullets is like my jam. Like, oh, I, dude, so much fun. And the way the, the the kind of adventure goes on in that three and a half minutes, it's the highlight of my night every night. Fucking dude. ska verses though, like the lyrics dude. are some of the yes, hardest fucking dude. lyrics I've ever written. And there's so many words, right? And I run out of breath every time on the second verse when we play it live. But uh, it's just I feel like it's just really like really putting out there how I felt. How I feel sometimes. I usually run out of sticks around that part. I like how you say sticks. Yeah, I like how you say cannabis. <laughs> oh, dude, I thought that was so clever. I'm patting myself on the back right now. For, for what? Saying, uh, saying, uh, uh, what do I say? Whiskey for, shots and cannabis. Yeah, whiskey o- shots and cannabis. Overly medicated with whiskey shots and cannabis. Yeah. Like, dude. And this is another shout out, dude. The, the, your lyric and and like singing style on the verses in the song remind me of Brandon a little bit. 
Oh, hell yeah. From Bumpin' Uglies. Right and on. I think it's because you produced their last record and you were just it's, around I that. I think it's Brendan, right? Brenda. It's Brenda. Yeah. Brenda. It's Brenda. Sorry. Brenda Hardesty from uh, Brenda. Bumpin' Uglies, the lead singer, right? Yeah. 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 He lead singer Brenda. Brenda. I think a little bit of him rubbed off on you. We rubbed off on each other yeah. a few times. And, <clears throat> and uh, a little bit of him comes through on that. Yeah. Just like how I feel like in Mind Over Matter, a little bit of Greg purposely. Shields comes through. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Mind over matter. Yeah, You're for like, sure. That for sounds sure. like something Greg would have done. It's like fuck Greg. Yeah, there's uh, yeah, fuck Greg Shields too. Everybody go listen to Cashed Out and Bumpin' Uglies. This is all really a promo for our friends' bands, right? This whole thing. Hopefully they do Pretty the much. same for us. Um, so uh, <clears throat> so yeah, Riddle with Bullets, fucking banger. Go check it out. Go check best it. song, my favorite song on the whole record. Not the best, but my favorite. I get it. Mind over matter. Is this the one that's the last track on the record? It is the last one that's the last track. track. Okay. Just Dude. making sure. The bass technique, again, <coughs> always always fire. Everyone knows. We did it. We we popped out the you know the little pluck technique again. Maybe I should do a little playthrough. Killed that shit. Show the people how to do it. That song is uh that's definitely the most uh I guess probably different stylistically. On the entire record. On the record, yeah. It's, it's more a, laid back. It's a callback to some of the other shit from the like the B sides of uh not not the B sides, but like the the deeper cuts on like daydreams and Yeah, yeah. More reggae and But I you still can't feel like fuck it with me because I yeah. fuck you up. Yeah, but even shit. though it's like like a, a slower track, I don't feel like it's like a reggae song. No, and it's just it's that like riff, a, yeah. like that yeah. It's funky. It's, man. it's like funky. It gives it like don't you? Look it's very three eleven. There's some steez on it. It's very three eleven. Very three eleven. I got Nick Hexum as fuck on those, yeah. those rap parts. That's I went full Nick Hexum. Yeah, when on he that. goes uh, who? Full hex. Who is what they say around in the biz? <laughs> full hex. Went full hex on that shit. Eat a hamburger with a side of fries. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's how it was supposed to go originally. Yes. That's the original lyrics. That's a great song. Though. I changed them last minute. I remember we were all. Uh, how how should the verses go? And we all like kind of the three of us wrote the bass line together. That bam 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 bam. And we you were getting like, all frustrated. Yeah, you're like, where no, you're like, no, no, it no. can't be the same bullshit. Yeah, whatever the goddamn no. reggae yeah. song. <laughs> I gotta do something else, man. Something else. It was but, great. I was like, all right, I'm gonna go smoke real quick. <laughs> no, and I look. I went and got it done, but like Turned everybody like threw like their like little paprika into that, and like it came out. Great. I wrote that song. Side note, trivia. I wrote that song, or like the the hook, the original hook I'd written um, as a candidate for the new Sublime with Rome album. I sent that shit to Rome. That's right. I, remember. I was like, I was like, dude, I just came up with this shit. Yeah, I remember Fucking... after, we, after we recorded, I was like, do you re- did you really send that to him? <laughs> I was like, well, I hope, I hope well, he doesn't the, use that. The funny thing was, I sent it to him. He's like, this shit is dope. I'm like, thanks, man. And like, I, ne- I never heard anything, right? Too late and they, now. And this was like a week or two before they went in the studio to, the, to do their record. Yeah. And then we went to do ours. Uh, it was a month later. Um, and I hit him up. I was like, and I remember I was like, we're just going to do this just, just, just yeah. in case. And um, so I hit him up. I'm like, yo, dude. So, um, did you end up using that shit at all? Because, like, I want to track it. Like, yeah. I want to record it. And uh, he's, he's like, oh, no, nah, go ahead, man. Go, dude, go for it. Whatever. I'm like, sweet, you know. So, however it worked out, you know, we ended up getting it back. And uh, oh, it's, it ended up being one of my out. favorites. That's a great song, dude. It's, it's, yeah, great closer. Yeah. Finishes, yeah. yeah. It's, it's the way, yeah, it's just so, it was a nice way to, to end on an uplifting note. 
on a positive note and yeah. through all this darkness. And it was sort of like the song is the song is meant to be uh, about perseverance, um, much like Ricochet was as mm-hmm. a closer on Daydreams. And and uh, so Mind Over Matters is sort of like you know it's all advice that we've all heard a million times. Yeah, but man. It's harder to do when you know, when it's you, and uh, you have to you have to think you have to get through things yourself. I think, and um, and then that the whole orchestral intro because again I knew it needed some kind of intro, yeah. and I was like this would be the perfect way to have some cool strings. Happen. It's so cool too. It fits the theme of the record too, like to yeah. have like the most explosive thing happen right before the end, and then it kind of fades away into something that's like quieter, and then it goes into like this, the positive, like good uplifting song at the end with like the strings and stuff, and it like it's like it fits. It's a fit. We were like, that's the last song. Yeah, easy. It's just such a nice roller coaster of emotion, you yeah. know, and just uh, this whole adventure um, is just a great way to end it. And, and yeah, from from I don't want to go to mind over matter. It's like this whole journey. Ride, yeah, you know? it's uh, it's I, I've like I'm always proud of our records, but like this one just really feels. Oh yeah, dude. Um, I can't wait to get that vinyl frame it on the wall. The yeah. You know, as far as like when you go as a song to song thing, you know, there's great songs on all the records, but like just every song, man, just hits. It bops. It's enjoyable. It's, it's a short and sweet one, so you got to play it again. Yeah. And you got to play it. You're the last track. You're like, I'm playing that again. Playing that again. It goes so fast. I'm going to play it again. I have like a thing about like <laughs> listening to my own band and like I don't mind listening to this record. I have no shame in listening to Yeah, there's shit. no cringe. There's no cringeworthy moments. I just like... Not saying that's in, that happens a lot, but... No, but even like... It's like, oh, that's, that was good. I can't so listen good. to her old shit. Like, I don't like <laughs> listening to girls because those songs change so much for me how I play them after the, after the fact. And you're like, I wish I would have did Do that. I wish I would have did that. I wish yeah. I would have done this. And uh, uh, yes. it's like, whatever. I'm still proud of those songs, but like... Even with the, these songs, I've changed live since we started playing them. I don't care. It sounds so good on the record, like... I'm so fucking proud of that record. I can yeah. listen to it. I can. When we first started getting those mixes, I would listen to it three t- at the gym three times in a row. The whole song, everything. Yeah. And like, yeah. When when you get a record back and you're and you're listening to it, you have to listen to on different systems uh, to make sure it's consistent and it's pretty common denominator, I guess, through, through every system. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you can hear everything. And you'll and, and you, A yeah. and B it with what you want it to sound like, too. Y- yeah, like yeah. Mike kept referring to that one Rise Against record, which mm-hmm. has like, probably, I don't know who did it, but yeah. probably by some super crazy good engineer, and, and he was just comparing the, the tones and the quality wise, like, to that. and like Yeah. It was, it was, it was definitely like, it was a treat this time to, to listen on different, like, your earbuds, yeah. uh, the the yeah. van, car stereo, yep. whatever, Bose. on your laptop, on the Bose speaker, Bose speakers, sound like Link uh, Mini. Too. It was actually like it was. It didn't feel so much like a chore. You know, it's like oh, I gotta listen over here now. Oh, I gotta listen over here. This one was just like, yeah, I got no problems in this record it like was, a yeah. lot. Oh yeah. And I remember when once we got that private link, I gave it to everybody. Yeah, I gave it to everybody. <laughs> listen to my new record. It's so, I'm so happy if it's coming out and and the artwork too, man. Sean Logan, man. When you you described it to me, uh, and you said I want Logan to do it, and like it, what it is, I envisioned in my head, and he just took what you said and put it on fucking. It, uh, went above and beyond and nailed cover, it, man. Nailed it. And his yeah, the fucking, banner looks pretty sick at yeah, that size too. Great on a twenty by twenty banner, at the live show. Yeah, he just kills the the whole thing, the song, 
the song, the track list, the cover art, the production, this, the whole sound and vibe yeah. of it. The sing-alongs, the mandalogs. It's, it's, it's easily, easily the best thing we've ever done. And how much of it we did on our own? Dude, this was, I mean, producing it ourselves, you know, not having other people involved, yeah, you know, yeah. and just doing it on our own was like the best thing we've ever done. Yeah. Like, and like Mike, even though he's like a very reputable dude, reputable dude, he's like, he's our friend. So it's yeah. like, you need to go back to him and like, it didn't feel like we like went somewhere to go record the records. Like I'm at my buddy's house. Yeah. Like it was pretty relaxed. And it was super relaxed. And uh yeah, And he's dude. a great engineer. So it's like if we if we've got the tunes and he, the production know how yeah, and dude. we you have a good engineer with a good ear, that's all you need, man. That's all you need. And I think we learned a lot from this and I think the next approach at the record is gonna be done even more on our own. Yeah. And like the things like we've we've recorded a demo for a song and Donald just did the drums live. Uh, we just mic'd it up at, where was that, Shaka's? We were at Shaka's, yeah. And we just mic'd up the drums and just tracked it. And, and like, then somehow it sounds really good. <laughs> it sounds really good, man. And it's like, it's amazing. That's Technology. the hardest thing to get these days is to get like a good drum sound with live drums. That's the biggest, most important like part. Like we did. Uh, your drum sounds shit, your recording's gonna we, sound shit. We did That Chick is Whack with your electric kit. Yeah. So, I mean, and Donald fucking slams it, but like. Obviously, yeah, he would prefer to play his real drums, not the fucking. Album. Yeah. Even though you have a great electric kit too. But, uh, it's a nice kit. It's all. It's you know, play, you know, obviously you play on a real drum kit your entire life, and then the dynamics not yeah. really there. They can they. Can, I mean, there's the ones that you can pay for that are like, you know, ten thousand dollars that like are real, like drum real drums kit, but, and shit. But it works good for practicing and laying down demos and. Yeah. But wait. that's the first song that we did. It was just us. Like, yeah. We, I went to your house to track the bass. And the Kempers, again, make it so fucking easy yeah. with guitars and bass. It, it yeah. was one of those moments where it was like, like an amp. my whole life I've wanted to, to assemble a recording studio yeah. and, ha- and be able to do, do that shit. And I finally have all this stuff after years of work and buying random things and, and building and asking for, what do you want for Christmas? Well, I want this and I want this. And it's yeah. like, and it just eventually, I, I suddenly have a studio, right? Yeah. And then I've got this kit now. And like, it's just... To, that was and when I wrote that song, it was like this would be perfect. This is the perfect time to try this out on our own and see if we can do it. And fucking went on Lander, ten bucks, got the master. It was like done. The song was yeah, fucking dude. done, you know. And it's like wow, we can do this. We but even this. like what I was talking about la- earlier, like you later on was like, oh, I wish I would have done that. Yeah, I'm yeah. the master always. But Always. it was just a lesson learned. Yeah. And now the next time you do one yeah. yourself, you're gonna be like, Oh, I'm gonna put that ish on there. You always learn sound this much better. That's why the, the other the Green Day song that we recorded. Yeah, we recorded a Green Day song by the way. Um, that's why it sounds even better. It's gonna sound better than that. You yeah. Know? But yeah, man, I don't know. I just uh, I think that everybody did a great job and this record is our best one yet. And I'm so happy that the fans are getting behind it the way they are. They're being very aggressive with yeah. the radio stations on Twitter and Instagram. Very good. Very good. And, and they're not really shy to tell, Thank you, tell you on all the social medias and at the shows that they are f- loving new music, dude. Like, nothing but great responses. And people are hanging out with us and want to tell us that it sounds good. So I like that a lot. It's a good feeling. <laughs> it's a really good feeling to, like, be proud of something and people like it, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I guess that wraps up. This, yeah, is, this has been the detonate track by track full album wrap up with a bunch of side notes in between with a bunch of other bullshit that you might want to fast forward through do you have a how long have we been talking 
almost 90 minutes. Ooh. Oh, fuck yeah. We've got a nice, thick, meaty. Putting it on. Hearty. How he was complaining. I haven't, I haven't uploaded in like a month, dude. Yeah, bro. Hopefully this will hold him over. Extra sponsors for this one. Nice. Yeah. 90 yeah, minutes. Dude. Well, I, thank you everyone for listening to the, the new record and uh, all the fucking loving response for it. And it uh, a lot. Hopefully we'll be here uh, soon talking about some new shit, maybe. Kemper amplifiers. <laughs> <laughs> More to come. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Thanks for having us, Howard. You're welcome, guys. Thanks All for coming right. on my podcast, guys. You know, you know, come on ours. Yeah, well, you come on ours one time. Yeah. What, what's your podcast Me about? and Donald have a podcast. Um, uh, it's kind of sit around and watch stuff and talk about yeah. things and get stoned. It, it hasn't happened yet. No. It's just, you guys I mean, should get on that. That's we're, what people say when they're on people's podcasts. As soon as I get a MacBook. You use your fucking voice memos. That's all you need, dude. You don't, oh, yeah. all this, you don't need all this expensive equipment that I have. Expensive, fancy shit. We do want Donald to, mics are actually pretty shit. to have a, uh, a Halloween countdown of movies. You guys need to do that. Yeah. I could just do it video wise. You do all of it. Do dude. it videos wise. Um, right on. Well, right. cool, man. Uh, let's go rock Cleveland tonight. All, all right. right Cleveland outro music. Rocks. Play the all outro right. music. Because that's Drew Carey and all his boys. It's Price is Right. Cleveland Rocks. Cleveland Rocks. Okay, bye for real. <laughs> all right, man. Well, that's going to do it for the uh, the detonate wrap-up. Um, thank you so much for listening. I hope, we all hope that you enjoy the record as much as we liked making it. Um, uh, it's. I feel like it's some of our best stuff we've ever done. We're all really proud of it. And uh, we just thank you for, for listening to our band. Um, if you don't have the record yet, it's all over wherever you get music, Spotify, Apple Music, you know, YouTube, everywhere. Um, go take a listen, man. I think there, there might be a song in there for you to, to jam to. Um, cool. Well, uh, more soon. More soon. I'm getting off tour uh, this week, so I'll be able, I'll be back in my studio. And I'm gonna be able to crank out some more of these. It's just really hard to find quiet spaces and stuff on the road. So, um, anyway, I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, thank you to all my supporters out there. If you're interested in supporting the podcast, you can go to talesfromthegreenroom.com and hit the support the podcast button and select a tier. Uh, it's monthly, and you can get out. You can cancel any time. Uh, I just appreciate it very much. Um, it helps me take care of like administrative fees, like website, things like that. Um, all right, cool, man. Well, everybody have a wonderful day, and uh, talk soon. Tell us from Green Room. <laughs>